0: My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio and I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you're already talking about with your family and friends, pop culture, trends, headlines, and social media, plus uh, sometimes revealing stories about parenting and marriage and making your life be all that it can be, Donna, right?
1: Yes. Uh, my name is Donna. And I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, I was thinking about like Christmas cards.
0: Where's PT, first of all?
1: Uh, we don't know. Okay. He's, he's not here. He's missing again.
0: All right.
1: He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Lately, I've been enjoying singing. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, you've enjoyed it very much. Yeah, yeah I think I'm pretty good. Um, okay, so Christmas cards. We've talked in the past about Christmas letters and your hatred for those. All of it. Um, but my thing with Christmas cards is I think it's like it's interesting with Christmas cards. Like nowadays in the Instagram and Facebook social media age, I was talking to someone the other day and, um, they were like, Oh, I've got the best, um, Christmas card picture. You're going to die. And I'm like, well, hadn't I seen it like on social media or whatever? She's like, no, I've embargoed it. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what is that? And she's like, I haven't put it on social media. And I said, did you just take it recently? And she's like, no, I've been holding this one. And she said, it's a great picture. Because here's the problem. Like, like she has five and we have five in our family with Will living in Knoxville, girls go in different directions, us go, it, it's really hard to have everybody in one place at one time. So what you kind of end up doing now, this is very easy when your kids are little, because you just put them in little matching outfits and line them up. But when they get older to get a smile out of them, number one is incredibly difficult. And then number two, to get them all in the same place at one time is incredibly difficult. Sure. So what you tend to do is you pull one of these pictures from like 1986 and people are like, is that what those kids still look like? Because that's the only time you can find one where everybody's together. So I just thought it was so interesting because she's like, "No, I've embargoed it." So I'm wondering if that's like the new thing that you do,
0: like at Thanksgiving. Yeah, because Easter.
1: otherwise, if you Easter maybe
0: too early in the year.
1: Yeah, because I mean, if you have this great picture and you're like, "Oh my god, the beluga whale jumped over us when we were on the cruise," and you're like, "I got to put this on social I'm media." Sit on this one, but you're like, "I got to embargo this sucker."
0: There's a lot of thought put into that. I think unnecessary thought, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, Christmas cards were always a big deal to me. I didn't, I didn't do, I did do them. Let's see, I didn't do them last year because of COVID. Just blame everything on COVID. And then this year I haven't done them, but I may do them. I've never not, not done them. So it kind of feels weird not to do them. But listen, Christmas cards in general are a lot of work. I can remember as a young child, I don't know if you remember this, Christmas cards were a huge deal to my mom. And I think that generation, and she would sit down at the kitchen table and they'd pull out one of those old timey kind of like, um, books, address books that had everybody's.
0: I had my mom's downstairs. Yeah. That I brought home from when we were cleaning out her house.
1: And they would write in longhand and they would, I don't know about your mom because back then they weren't picture cards. They weren't lining oh, us no, up. no, no. They were actual Christmas like cards. Like a cross on the front. Yes. And then they would Some write, scripture. they would write a personalized message, or at least my mom would, I'm sure Jane did as well, inside each card, you know, to the person that they were sending it to. Talk about time. Yeah. It's crazy to think about now.
0: Now you mimeograph it, which you don't do that anymore. You uh, just have it printed on your card and have the, the it snaps at it snaps us or whatever. Do exactly. It and send it to your house.
1: Shutterfly, or fly and you're good to go. That's it.
0: That's the one I was looking for.
1: So that, that's a little idea for you. If you're like, oh, I, I don't you know what I'm going to do next year. I'm going to embargo my picture. So that's what you need to do. That's a new word. See, no, we, I, th- we introduce a new word every podcast. So this, this podcast is sponsored by Embargo.
0: In the news media world, the words used quite often. And it's a story that you can't publish or put out on social media until a certain day.
1: I never thought time. about that. Yeah, so true.
0: The, the, the story or the photograph is embargoed until Wednesday at noon following the press conference or whatever. But they give it to the press early so that you have it and you're ready to go. But embargoed means you can't do it yet. Don't do it until we say you can't.
1: What happens and, and, if you do it before?
0: Uh, well, I would think with a good partner... Or a good client, you wouldn't do that because you wouldn't want to, to, to burn that bridge.
1: But it's I don't imagine like, a,
0: like in the world of the Associated Press and these news networks and things, it happens quite often, I guess.
1: I guess it depends on which administration they're for. Like, True, because, you know, they could be like, listen, we ain't embargoing crap. We're like posting this sucker.
0: End of uh, the last episode, you talked about people who are sharing what their job is and how much money they make. And we talked about the transparency and the fact that we would launch this episode of Cadillac Jack My Second Act with a conversation about this uh, trend that began on Reddit earlier this week and the question started with someone just saying simply what is your job and how much do you get paid do you want to run through some of the posts and then talk about why we think this is uh became a thing um you have those in your half-ass run a show (laughs) i still have not had contact with google
1: yeah so i have access to nothing again okay so have you made any contact
0: i haven't asked olivia to or charlotte our 15 year old today if she has any sort of communication or any sort of email
1: it's like we're waiting for somebody like from somebody from like up on high or and she something. said
0: no like, we did have a pod peep very good friend of ours reach out and say hey i know somebody that's a tech person at google and okay. i said Listen, at this point I've, I'm, I'm exhausted i'll try anything
1: i think they're just going to tell you though sir you were hacked but yes okay so um on these um jobs you, so, Laura, by the way so here's here's just a couple um i'm a vet tech in utah and i make 15 dollars an hour I'm an air traffic controller and I make around hundred K. I think people always thought air traffic controllers made a lot of money as they should,
0: well, six as they a should. A Ton of
1: money. Yeah. Well, as they should make money because they're bringing those planes in. This is my favorite one. I make $120 a week donating plasma. That was a big deal college. when I was in school. Yeah. In college.
0: And, and semen too.
1: Okay. I don't know anybody who donated semen They got paid for it.
0: Really? Yeah. A lot well, of people why donating. Do why would you do it otherwise?
1: It's called having, having sexy time.
0: In a, in a, in a, uh, Vanilla pedestrian room in a a doctor's office? That's
1: different. That's like, that's like plasma donor or like egg donation or yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about now. That's a sperm donor.
0: Was it? What were you talking about? I didn't
1: know where you were going with it. Oh my God. Okay. Like, and these, these women that donate eggs, you can make a lot of money. Um, I never donated an egg just for the record. Did you ever donate anything?
0: Not that I got paid for now.
1: All right, please. Okay. Um, Air ambulance pilot helicopter, $80,000 a year. See, here's my thing with the salaries. What I want to do with this is I think we should say, if we think that, that, that person should be paid more money. If you are landing somewhere and picking me up and I need to be in an air ambulance, I want you to be overpaid.
0: Well, here, here's a comparison. A private jet captain posted. So we're talking air travel. Why right? he's flying a, 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 a jet, but it's a private jet and he's not flying it for the hospital. Varies with overtime, writes the post or the, the poster. But this year will be around $360,000. That's pretty good. For the year. That's But good. wouldn't you rather the air ambulance pilot yes. make that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Paraprofessional in elementary school. I spend most of my time in a self-contained K-5 classroom of mostly nonverbal autistic students. Occasionally, I float to other classrooms. I make around $20,000 a year. I love my job, but the pay is insulting. No kidding. No kidding. And, and who determines this? Like the market that you live in? The... The value of the job you're doing. I I don't know. The difficulty. I mean, I couldn't do that job. I have a friend, Allison. My friend is a paraprofessional. And and these people deserve so much money.
0: Could you stand at a conveyor belt picking out glass for $35 an hour? I could. Probably. I could.
1: Yeah. I think I could.
0: Medical coder, $31 an hour, $65,000 a year.
1: That's pretty good. And that's something you can do from home. That's something like with the gig economy that you can do from home. If you have another job and then maybe you want to do something at night or um, on the side, those are the type of jobs that you can do.
0: You know, what you make has never bothered me an awful lot. Kind of like the real name thing. People say, you know, why do you, why do you, why is your real name out there? Because I don't, it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. Moby was another personality uh, here in Atlanta that didn't care. His name was James Carney. And he would tell you that, you know?
1: Yeah. I, the secrecy it, with that. And yeah. he would also tell you he made a million dollars a year.
0: Well, and, and deservedly so. Yeah. And I care. was, you know, I was kind of the same way. Our, our, my salary was kind of thrown out there in the past two years because of litigation. and But I, I, it never bothered me because I worked 25 years. And, and, and when I left, I made about $425,000 a year, I think, my final contract. Okay, are, are you saying this? Of course I am. Well, it's, it's public knowledge. And, and so there was a high watermark year for me where I was paid a half million, I think. Okay, I, I cannot believe we're talking about this. And the, Well, again, well, well, how can we have this conversation about transparency and people talking about what they make and not, I, not reveal? I don't,
1: I don't know that I feel that way. I think, well, obviously we ought to do now.
0: Well, but I do. I, I don't care. Okay. Um, Let's see, for remotes, because people are always curious about this stuff, and I don't, I don't mind putting it out there. If if I went, and I can always speak to myself because we priced ourselves, I can always speak to my rate. But if I went to your grand opening at your Rite Aid or at your Blimpy, what was my rate? Two...
1: an hour? Yeah,
0: $200 an hour. And it was a two-hour minimum. And that's about all I would do, too. I had a two-hour minimum and a two-hour max. So it was $400 a gig. Some paid direct. Most paid through payroll. So you got taxes taken out on that. Uh, Endorsements. um, Oh,
1: I'm not comfortable with all this. I'm just not. It's public
0: knowledge, though. It's not. It is. No, it's not. But even if it, It is, but I wouldn't care anyway. Oh, man. For endorsements. If I endorsed your company, I was paid anywhere between $350 $350 a week and $575 a week. Or it could be a combination of uh, cash and trade. And I was always about trade. I'm working a deal right now with trade. Um, listen, at the bare 925, the prices are not near what they were at the former kicks in Atlanta. I wouldn't expect that to be the case, but I'm working a, a deal right now where I've said, listen, I'll take the entire thing and trade. And it comes out in like $1,000 a month because we need what, what we're pitching. You see what I'm saying? If trade makes sense, I say trade.
1: Yeah, and trade was something that Radio stations used to do, but they don't do as much of it. When you can you're- do it in a smaller market. Though. Absolutely. Because a larger market station wants to trade for themselves to turn around and flip it for contesting. And
0: When I was in Myrtle Beach before I got to Atlanta, I had a traded apartment. I had um, I had traded tires. I had trades for food everywhere. Uh, at the Bear, we have a trade for gas. At the Bear, we have a trade for. Uh, have you
1: ever gotten the gas?
0: I'm uh, going to be at noon in tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm going to fill up on down there. Why wouldn't you? Why yeah. not? It's Hemmerichs and Newton. Thank you uh, for their partnership with uh, the Bear 985. Ding, ding. And uh, let's see what else through the years. Trades and, and salary and things. Like
1: I'm that. not talking about myself.
0: <laughs> you don't talk about bonuses? My bonus structure oh, was set God. that I could never hit it. In yep. order to hit the big dollars, I had to be number one overall non-ethnic. I don't think I had non-ethnic. No. Some, some years I had non-ethnic. Some years I didn't. Um, what was it? $100,000 or Uh, more if you hit first place? People like Bert, when Bert hits number one, uh, cuz I'll make a quarter of a million dollars four times a year. (sighs) But I don't fall, listen, go get your bag. I I, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. Go get your cash. Grab it while you can. Anybody. What else? Have we revealed enough?
1: Uh, Yeah. Is there anything left to reveal?
0: Uh, vacation. I got four, four weeks vacation, five weeks vacation year, um, paid. And, um, all yeah. <laughs> it all went away. Insane. It all went away every
1: night. I'm okay with that. that I yeah. And in sales, um, there was a holly jolly time back in the '90s where we were printing money, and salespeople, just so you know, in radio, were making uh, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year. Sometimes five. Yeah.
0: There was a year that you and I—I I don't want to talk about it—together, prop. Okay. All right.
1: We made good money.
0: We did, but, but, here, we, but we also earned it.
1: Here's the lesson that I've learned throughout all this: is money's great. Is not everything. We've made a ton of money and we have had no money. And um, you have just as many problems when you have money.
0: I have these same problems a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, so.
0: Don't get caught up in that.
1: Don't get caught up in that, kiddos.
0: All right. I went to Gainesville to see Donna today. I had much better day. And I got a haircut today, too. I feel like a brand new man when I have a haircut. And I feel like a brand new man when I visit with Donna at Gallery Furniture. So today I feel like Superman. Donna just is a good ear and a good person to talk to and a good person to sit. You know, we find us two recliners there in the showroom in Gainesville and we just sit down and we just talk and talk about life and we solve the world's problems and, 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 and had a great time. They're busy. Let me tell you something. They're, they're getting trucks every day. When we got done today, Donna was driving a U-Haul, a 27-foot U-Haul from Gainesville to College Park. Because they just got a brand new shipping yesterday, an entire truck of catnapper recliners. And so she's going to keep half of them in Gainesville and she's sending half of them down to the College Park store.
1: Which if you, you know, talking about money and people that do well, yes, the store does great. And yes, um, you know, they're they're busy and they're making a lot of money. But here's the great thing. Donna is there every day and we've talked about it. I mean, the only time she is not in that store is when she's doing something for her mom. Um, or if she's down at the other location. So um, you're going to be dealing with the person who writes the checks, who unloads the furniture, who picks out the merchandise. You know, it's not some weird person in the sky. Oh, that's Mr. You know, rooms to, you know, whoever. Um, This is the person who owns this business. And so she has a vested interest in you being happy, you being pleased, you being, there's nothing Donna loves more than return customers. You know, and most people share it with their family. And they're like, oh, you know, my daughter, or my daughter-in-law, my son, they're all going to come up here and buy. And I haven't really met anyone who's, and this is the truth, who's left gallery and been like, that just wasn't a great experience. Everyone reaches out to us that if they go on our recommendation or if they just go up there and they're just amazed at how kind she is, what a family feeling it is, how there's no pressure um, and how they just make you feel great and help you find what you need.
0: If you have company coming for Christmas, Donna has 20 sleepers in stock ready to go today. All right. I counted, I lost track, but I counted at least 50 catnapper recliners lined up at the Gainesville showroom. Now I'll
1: tell you something about a sleeper. Mm. Um, you sort of want a sleeper. We've talked about this before. The only problem with the sleeper is then that person can sleep. Like you kind of want them to be uncomfortable so that at 10 o'clock the next day, when you come downstairs and you're sort of starting, starting your the day, and I'm going, well, they just know that like the sleep times expired. You know what I mean? That, you can't have your bed open all day in my
0: house. Because the sleeper does open up. That's true. It's, it's you know, point. so you've yeah. kind of created yeah. your own
1: bedroom. You want to sort of be like, well, I guess I got to get up whether I want to or not, because she's down here banging pots and pans, you know. But anyway, I digress.
0: <laughs> they uh, are ready for you. Find it today. You take it home today. It's so important because if you go to a, a big box retail or another furniture distributor, they're going to tell you. you can, we'll, we'll have it to you in a few months or even a few weeks maybe, but that's not going to happen because of the supply chain problems. Donna saw all of this. She forecasted all of this in her mind and in her business plan, gallery furniture. And she ordered millions and millions of dollars worth of furniture and it's still arriving every single day. Trucks are arriving every single day. I was here today. I saw a truck delivery pull up, an 18-wheeler. And then I saw uh, Donna jump behind the wheel of a 27-foot U-Haul and take off 985 Southbound to College Park to uh, their second store. Find it today. Take it home today. 1,600, Browns, Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Yes, this is uh, the Wolfman and, and, and the Wolfman's daughter, Donna. By the way, we're going to Cherokee. I, mean, I meant to tell you this. We hadn't, we hadn't spoken an awful lot today. January 21st, Jamie Johnson at Cherokee.
1: I am in. Yeah,
0: we're going. And that's the day. We're, we're, uh, that's the, that's the, the uh, day that the, the Wolfman left us was January oh, 21st. Oh,
1: I'm in, in color.
0: Yes, Jamie Johnson. So put that uh, on our calendar.
1: I mean, oh Lord, how are they going to get people back on the floor after he does his set? I mean, it's a
0: little dark. Jamie's music, yeah, but he's great.
1: Well, no, I love it. it.
0: Don't worry, we'll, 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 we'll rally, go okay. back out and, and gamble some more on okay. the front and back end of Jamie Johnson. We're, sp- we're spending the night too. So, I love down. it. It's a Friday, the 21st of January. I'll be there, Jamie Johnson. We're going with Don and Marilyn and the whole gallery furniture crew, gallery furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. You can uh give the gift of, of, of dinners. Imagine how it would help you as suddenly you received as a Christmas gift, Don the gift of dinners and dinner affair and it can happen here's what you do we've done this before for people we've done this uh, particularly when someone's had a death in the family or they're they're I've had a baby either either
1: that. one one way or the other
0: and you can send dinners and 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 it's very simple to do at dinneraffair.com. just create an account 30 dollars off your first order caddy 2021 it's the promo code caddy is c-a-d-d-y c-a-d-d-y 2021 at dinneraffair.com. so you can send them as a gift you can send them as uh uh, notice of, of of whatever you'd like.
1: Just to, you know as I think a, as it's a great, gift,
0: as a, a, a thank you.
1: You know what I think it's great for if you are a grandmother and you keep your grandkids sometimes, and you know that your um, daughter in law or your or your daughter and your son in law, you know they're going in different directions. You know when you've got young kids and everybody's working and and you're just trying to kind of keep it all together. What an amazing gift to give like your kids. And your grandkids like meals and you can just send a gift card. And the great thing is you don't have to pick them out for them. You're not like, well, I would pick them out, but I don't know what they're going to like. They get to pick them out. And I mean, I think that's an awesome gift to give someone because basically what you're doing for them is giving them the gift of time. You're giving them time back so that you can come home. no greater gift than that time. No kidding. And you can just sit down for a minute without having to launch straight into dinner. I used to hate when I would get home, like literally get home from work and these, all the kids would be pulling at you and you're like, you look up and at 10 o'clock, you're still in your like work clothes and you haven't had time to do anything. So this is an amazing way to give back
0: time. 15 dinners are posted every single month at dinneraffair.com, free delivery in the Atlanta area. And I'm talking everywhere. The South side, the West side, the East side, inside the perimeter, outside the perimeter, they deliver to your front door. They also ship nationwide, never a contract money back guarantee. Jenneraffair That promo code for your first order, thirty dollars off is Caddy twenty twenty one. Let's add two songs to the Spotify Hypes on playlist for this episode of Cadillac Jack. My second egg. What do you got, Don? Am I first? Yeah, you're always on.
1: Okay, so what I am adding is Kenny Chesney and Pink setting the world on fire. Song written by okay. Ross Copperman, who I love. Ross Copperman. I don't know him. Oh, he's 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 good. Matt Jenkins and Josh Osborne, and um, it was from. 2016 cosmic hallelujah. That was a great record that to me, that was kind of a turning point for Kenny because I think of Kenny in, in like sections, like I silo Kenny. So there's, have you ever listened? And I know you're probably playing them now on the bear, but like, um, have you ever listened to like an old, not when he's done it live, but an old Kenny Chesney song where he's so Southern, so yeah. twangy. He yeah. almost doesn't sound like the same some of the first stuff. Yeah. And he's got that, eastern tennessee draw and it's so significant so there's that kenny and then there's the island years of kenny you know blue chair and all that good stuff and there's some great music there but i think for me there was a moment that i wanted him to come back away from there you know um i love that kenny i love the way he looks with his little feet i always tell you he looks like a little key cat because he sits like cross-legged on his boat and he's so tiny um but I was kind of glad and I think Cosmic Hallelujah was sort of like the turning point a little bit for him to come back into semi-country, but just to kind of get away from the island reggae. Um, and this, I, I love that song. It was a great, um, duet. There's a story there and I didn't get it, but I know with pink, they, um, they didn't meet until they recorded. Um, and they did record together. You know, we've talked about before, sometimes when people do, Duets. They record somebody record in Nashville and someone, but they did record in California. They really he wanted the song has a really California Malibu vibe, and he wanted it that way. And that whole out the Cosmic hallelujah has that sort of, you know, just freedom, running, kind of running wild, um, in a good way, um, vibe. So that's what I'm adding. Go ahead, you're up.
0: Well, interestingly enough, I'm adding Kenny Chesney. I love it. It's his, a double his, shot. His, his his 34th number one hit that he just got this week called Knowing You.
1: We've already added that.
0: No, we haven't. Have we? Yeah. I had such a good story here, too.
1: Okay, well, go ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. How long ago? A while back, but it's okay. I mean, listen, there's like, you know, how many, there's like, think of how many, we're all adding right. 50-something songs, but go ahead. Kenny,
0: Kenny posted on Instagram, losing people you care about is mm-hmm. always hard. There's a hole where all that adventure used to be. I worry we lose all the love and beauty in sadness over what's gone. With knowing you, my hope has been for you to take this idea and embrace it, embrace that person you loved, who's gone and celebrate every small thing that made the relationship, what it was hashtag knowing you. Yeah. I thought that was cool.
1: I love that.
0: Um, um, okay. So let's not do that. Find something from Jason Aldean, because I found another really cool moment from Aldean.
1: How about fly over states? That's such a good one.
0: Perfect. Um, you know, I love it when artists show their their true personal side and it's more to me than just posting a picture of you and, your kids riding on a tractor you know it's a personal message to somebody in your family jason al posted i'm on this instagram kick which we're going to talk in just a second about the new yeah, changes of in instagram uh al posted i know sometimes being a bonus parent is a thankless job this has been my bonus mom since i was four years old and she is amazing happy birthday tita thanks for being an awesome parent and abba which is uh, short for abuela which i believe is grandmother Yes. In Spanish. It is. To the babies. We love you. And he posted a picture of he and his bonus mom. I love that. As he called her. And I thought that that was just so endearing. And I love to see that kind of stuff from an artist. Me too. You know, because it's, it's, it's very personal and sometimes very sensitive. And, um, for them to, to show me as a fan, you know, allow me to step into their very personal life as a fan. I just, I appreciate that. And I thought it was very cool for him.
1: Yeah. I love that. And a lot of people, I didn't even know he had a bonus mom.
0: Did you? I did. Yes. I did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And, and I think going back to the Kenny Chesney thing, his um, his loss this year, I'm sure he had a couple, but I know his one loss was- Was the friend who was in the helicopter crash. He was a helicopter pilot who took him, um, always picked him up and, you know, ferried him from St. John, so forth. So, um, yeah, you know, tough, tough, tough.
0: All right. So, Aldine, Flyover States by default. And, Love um, that song. Pink and Kenny Chesney. Yeah, that's two good ones. If you're flying Atlanta's hometown airline, Delta, I got to do this by memory here. Cause we don't have the run of show or any sponsor copy. Uh, if you're flying oh, Atlanta, Atlanta's hometown airline Delta, you can check out the Spotify hypes on playlist. Just sit back, relax and have you a drink or two and fire up the Spotify app and search for Caddy and Donna hype songs on Spotify. And while you're there, you can enjoy and explore over 200 episodes of the Cadillac check. My second Act podcast, Delta Atlanta's hometown airline.
1: Can you have a drink now on Delta?
0: I think you can if you're first class. So we would not know.
1: Just on a a separate note, I wanted you to know that we have been invited. This is, imagine this. Let's just talk about this. I think we should go to this, mic ourselves up and make this an episode. We have been invited to the Winter Podcast Ball.
0: I love it. Where's that? Wisconsin. Wow. Okay. All
1: right. Okay. I don't know where that is. Who invited us? I I have no idea. I just got this random email that said your um, presence is requested you know what I think? I think it's probably like a swingers convention. like probably it's a swingers convention. And they've just found out that we do a podcast and they're like, if we pretend it's something that they're interested in, but
0: no, no, we're not, we're not swingers.
1: No, but we're podcasters. That's my point. I think if they but think there
0: we were swingers and we went there and there wasn't a swinging convention, wouldn't you be just really, really upset? I think it's the other way farm.
1: around. I think they're hoping like they're not, they can't get as many people there because they certainly probably can't, ever maybe they can, but they can't like advertise to the masses. Like otherwise they get the same 30 swingers. So like they can't advertise to the masses like, okay, swingers ball in Wisconsin. So they're like, I think they find random emails and they find what these people do. And they're like, like some people are getting come. Your presence is requested at the veterinarian ball. And they're like, okay, yeah, I'll go. And then we all get up there and we're like, so what podcast do you do? They're like, dude, I'm a vet. And we're like, okay, we're podcasters. Or I'm a swinger. Yeah. And they're like, well, do you want to go in room 232? If I no. Was,
0: listen, if I was going to swing, I don't know that I would want it to be in Wisconsin for the first time, to be honest with you. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know This that's very, uh, I just don't know This that's a very, uh, I, just, I just don't know that it'll be comfortable in Wisconsin, you know? I,
1: I, I'm, yeah. Doing I'm, that, not, I'm not comfortable doing in, that activity. in Atlanta. But anyway, go ahead.
0: Um, what else? Let's talk about Instagram. Uh, if you're listening on upload day, two days ago, Tuesday, today is Thursday, the 9th of December, two days ago on the 7th of December, the CEO of Instagram testified before Congress. And uh, as far as likability with your teens, Instagram is third when it comes to social media. Number one is Snapchat. Number two is TikTok. And number three is Instagram. So Instagram's been taking a lot of heat because they say that it's uh, Instagram. They, meaning pissed off parents, I guess, are saying that the, the Instagram's not doing enough to protect the people that are on the app. And so they have come up with and announced the day Before he was to testify. Interesting. The CEO, before he was to testify before Congress.
1: And they said they've had it in the works.
0: Of course they did. Yeah. Uh, Some of the changes, though, that are coming uh, to Instagram. Users will be restricted from tagging and mentioning teens who do not follow them. So, in other words, you you can't pull someone into your hashtag or your your picture or call what you will.
1: Yeah. Here's uh, here's what that's called.
0: Unless you follow one another.
1: Here's what that's called. Keep my name out of your mouth.
0: Teens will be nudged when they've spent too much time dwelling on one topic or when they've been on the app too long overall, Instagram things. You know, the Ford I'm driving right now does the same thing. It tells me when it thinks I need to rest.
1: My car does that too. How does it know that? Because you haven't stopped. The car's been driving for like a long time. Mine does that too. And it gets more urgent the more you drive.
0: Parents and guardians will now be able, we're starting in January. Parents and guardians will be able to view and limit how much time the teenagers spend on Instagram.
1: Okay, let's go back to the previous one. So, if, if I'm Jenny James and I live in wherever? Uh, Monticello, Georgia. Yeah, or Mountain Brook, Alabama, and I'm obsessed with Pete Davidson and I'm just constantly posting about Pete Davidson, are they like going to ding me and go, Jenny,
0: Chill shouldn't you Pete be Davis.
1: studying your AP?
0: I would imagine so, something similar to that, yeah. Okay. I think they're all great ideas. I question the timing for sure. Yeah, some of the I, things I think, have already been rolled out, the others will be rolled out in January.
1: Here's what I think they actually need to do is allow parents more opportunities to help kids when, you know, if you're ever in a situation and you you feel like you need to shut down an Instagram account for whatever reason, maybe there's some bullying going on or there's something going you can't do it.
0: Well, you can now. Good. That's, that's actually one of the changes. Good. You didn't know that? No, because yeah, that's can, a huge now, one. No, no, starting in January, you can automatically with one button delete your entire account. You're not going to get it back oh. if, you, if you go this way yeah I don't think, but no that was one of the uh that was one of the new security things to the intro that they're they're rolling out is that you can now do away entirely with your account. It's kind of like when you call to cancel your satellite, you know they they escalate your call and they offer you everything to to not cancel yeah uh Instagram's not going to do that anymore if you want to go, you can go and I yeah. encourage you to go but don't come back, but you can't come back with that account and that handle anyway, I don't think
1: yeah, and I think the other thing that parents complain about is if there is something illicit going on or there's something they need to know. Um, or, or say your child, for whatever reason, you feel like they're in a dangerous situation. Instagram has not been very helpful in assisting parents or law enforcement. So. All
0: right. I want to talk about Better.com. And it's an online mortgage broker. This is not paid content. I have some audio here we're going to play for you. Catching a lot of heat, and, and just today he came out and apologized because earlier this week, he fired 900 workers, 9% of the total staff at Better.com.
1: Before the holidays? Of
0: their immediate terminations over a one-way video call. Oh, dear. So you're invited to join this Zoom. Your CEO is the speaker or the person who's going to be on the other end, so you do what? You, you of course, make time to be there. Summoned part of the staff to the call. This was last Wednesday when it happened. And then notified them of their, um, their, their, their march toward the professional abyss, as it says here.
1: Oh, my God.
0: In the video, which was recorded by an employee and shared with a variety of news outlets posted to YouTube, which is where I found it. He Initially cited external conditions such as the housing market in addition to productivity as the reason for the layoffs. I have the clip here, Donna. Stall for me while I plug myself in.
1: Okay. I think. Did I see something where he had to walk this back today? or Yeah, he did. He, okay. he, offered, he offered an apology today. Okay. Well, I mean, that's called be, having, being, having a bipolar boss. I've had a few of those.
0: You'll hear him say here in the clip, if I can get it right, that this is only the second time he's had to do this in his career. And the first time he cried. Okay. Here we go. This is it right here. Um, the market has changed, as you know, and uh, we have to move with it in order to survive, so that hopefully we can continue to thrive and deliver on a mission. This isn't news that you're going to want to hear, uh, but ultimately it was my decision, and I wanted you
1: to hear from me. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. This is the second time in my career I'm doing this, and I do not, do not want to do this. The Last time I did it, I cried. So <laughs> he is crazy
0: today. The CEO of better.com apologized after laying off 900 employees over Zoom. He says, I failed to show the appropriate amount of respect and appreciation for individuals who are affected. Um, yeah, he says, uh, what you didn't hear in the clip there, I cut it off, but he says, Your employment here has terminated. Or your employment here is terminated, effective immediately. Merry Christmas. Well, okay, to so 900, 900 employees. 9% of the staff. That's like the, that. The, the, that's the like
1: the Grinch movie where he's like, you're fired. And he's so mean to the like woman. Crazy. What is he? Th- I mean, what are they thinking? What are people
0: thinking? I think that, that following the pandemic and during the pandemic and following people have just, people have become so used to video streaming and video conferencing for everything that this guy thought, you know what? I'll just use it to fire everybody. And it was a one way. It's not like you could chime in or ask questions.
1: So what did the people say? Did they just like start turn off their cameras or whatever? Like, Shooting in birds? What well, were they doing?
0: Well, the, I watched the entire thing. It's two minutes and 34 seconds. Mm. The media had it wrong. They said it was like 10 minutes. He didn't, even, he didn't even give 10 minutes of his time. It was two minutes and 34 seconds for the entire video.
1: And so what has he said now? I was just kidding.
0: No, upon you know for, I, just upon his, further I just read a statement, review? Donna. He said that he's sorry. That, that he wasn't, he was, he was, he, whatever. I but said. can
1: all the people come back? To work? Yeah. No,
0: they're fired.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus.
0: Mm. Can they come back to work? All right. How are you doing on your Christmas shopping?
1: Well, um, I was told
0: today to watch for some packages and not open them. I've I, I learned a long time ago not to open packages and come to this house.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I am doing some things um, on Amazon. I will say like, okay, for like influencer people or just people in general who post links um now you know I'm I'm sure most of you know listening like if you follow people on Instagram and they have one of the links up there if it goes to Amazon it's considered an affiliate link right. it's sort of similar to multi-level marketing but they get a small commission for everything you order I have no problem with that because I have found the most amazing things from people who have posted you know hey this is a gift guide for men for guys for this for whatever um I found some really unique stuff and I mean the thing about Amazon Is without someone to sort of guide you through it, there's no way to find everything on there. Like, how would you find cat socks without typing in cat socks? But how do you know you need cat socks until someone says, these are really cute cat socks? And you're like, you know what? I need some of those.
0: Does anybody need cat socks?
1: You're getting some. I hope not. Well, not cat, but a different, yeah, whatever. A theme.
0: Come spend the holidays with us here in Alpharetta. We'll make you shopping. So much easier than than surfing on the web. That's my
1: point. Not easy.
0: Finding things that you really don't need, no one's going to like. Stuff the stockings a little deeper or have Santa put a few extra gifts under the tree with gifts from Alpharetta's 250 stores and boutiques. We have three uh, shopping districts here in the city of Alpharetta within uh, a mile of each other. Avalon, downtown, and North Point. Between the three, we got it all too. Home decor, kids apparel, toys, gifts for the ladies, presents for the guys. Big name stores, unique boutiques. We got it all here, Donna. Uh, Spend a week here and it's and, and still not hit them all. You can spend a weekend here and still not hit them all that far.
1: Yeah. And so that's the point. Come out here and. Um, come with your friends, come with like, do a girl's trip, do a guy's trip, shop for your ladies, ladies. Um, there is so, there are so many great things, um, to, to shop for. They're also personalized. You know, we talked about it before, but to get a gift for someone that's really special, something that they don't see all the time, something they're not going to buy for themselves. You know, you can get so many ideas The the stores in downtown Alpharetta have the most unique Things and yes, over at Avalon and North Point, they have some stores that you want to see—chain stores and that type of thing. But they also have these great curated stores that you're not going to see anywhere else, and they carry amazing things that you can get a really personalized gift for.
0: North Point and Avalon have Santa sightings, so you can have the kids visit with the the jolly man himself while you shop. And all three shopping districts—whether you uh, go to to all three or just to Avalon downtown or North Point—they have uh, all of their festive decorations and. Uh, the tree that was lit at, uh, in downtown last Friday. Absolutely just gorgeous and
1: stunning. Beautiful. I a saw it tonight really driving cool home. Really cool event to be a part of. It's so pretty.
0: Last Friday night. So after you play here for the holidays for a few days, stay a while at one of Alpharetta's 30 modern and upscale hotels to make it a getaway or staycation. Visit awesomealpharetta.com. Click on the book your room button to compare rates at any of the hotels. That's awesomealpharetta.com. Book your room button to compare rates at any of the hotels and come spend the holidays with us. You know what's going to happen? Play a while, stay a while here in Alpharetta. Awesome Alpharetta.
1: All these people are going to come out here and play a while and stay a while, and then they're going to want to move out here.
0: We can maybe find room for them. might be tough here. Yeah. You know, it's this area in North Fulton County is one of the most sought after for, uh, for, for, for the schools, for living, for safety. It's not just about the holidays. we got things going on all year round, and that's what's great about Awesome Alpharetta, and specifically the Alpharetta Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, and what they do all year, not just for the holidays, uh, but, but throughout the year. Uh, the stuff that they do for this city and for the, the residents of the city is, is truly, there's no other city our size. And we're a nice, good-sized city in Alpharetta. There's no other city in, in, in America, in the nation, that does the type of cool events that, that, that Awesome Alpharetta throws and hosts and books and creates and uh, provides for the residents of the city of Alpharetta.
1: Yeah, it just makes you proud to be here. Proud to live here. So come see us.
0: AwesomeAlpharetta.com. Uh, I want to look at some year in numbers real quick, Don about uh, country music and radio. We're classified as a music podcast, first and foremost, by Apple. Um, these numbers came out this week. Always interesting to look at them. Of course, you can't find them right now. That's why we need to run a show. One day, maybe, soon. It's not that. Hang on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not that. Some photographs. I don't know. Maybe we won't talk about it after all. <laughs> This is just hell. It's absolute hell. I got to tell you. I hope we're not losing people. Screw Google. I'm I'm so over Google.
1: (laughs) I want to tell you something funny that happened to me. So, so we got these really big. um, I've been telling about my big coffee table books that I got that are almost like pieces of art. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really know. Like, okay, this rogue. These okay, these three pairs of white gloves came with the books. Okay, and they look like a marching band gloves. Like you know how when you like direct so i put the gloves out and somebody they sold well somebody wanted them but they didn't know what they thought they were golf gloves so it went from like like and then i was kind of like they kind of look like cotillion gloves like when you dance with your daddy at the cotillion Well, come to find out do you know what these gloves were for
0: to move the books
1: yes because they're like pieces of art and you don't want them to get stained and you want to so i'm out here trying to sell my piece of art gloves because you know i'll sell anything and, but it was so funny to come up with, like, what people thought they were. Like, is it a golf club? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, well, I said, it kind of looks like a marching band club. And then I was like, you know, hmm, I don't know. It's kind of like the gloves my grandmother used to, to wear You to go to church. And then I figured out what they were. So All right, I found it. See, that was a good stall.
0: Ten most played country artists of 2021. And we're not going to do all ten. Number five, Kane Brown. Number four, FGL. Number three, Thomas Rhett. Number two, Luke Bryan. For the third year in a row, the most played artist, country artist, on country radio is Luke Combs. No shocker, I guess, right? That doesn't surprise me. Top 10 country songs on the radio for 2021. Number five, Better Together, Luke Combs. Number four, Forever After All, Luke Combs. Number three, Just the Way, which is Parmalee Lee and Atlanta's on uh, Blanco Brown. Yes. Number two, Famous Friends of Chris Young and Kane Brown. And number one, the most played song on country radio for 2021. Including at the Bear, 92.5, the South Side's Best Country, Thomas Ritz. What's your country song?
1: Ah, I like it. All right. I was thinking it it might be like fancy.
0: No, but that song somehow wound up with a Best Country Song Grammy nomination, which I'll never understand that.
1: Okay, so get this one. Yeah. You know how in the last. I love you. Hello, yes. How in the last episode, I was talking to you about how I tried to like get those workers to.
0: Do the Christmas lights.
1: Yeah, do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And so Charles, who works for Sawney told me that he was listening to the podcast and he tried to get the guy that rides in the truck with him to like change. He's been trying to get him to change his lunch break forever. And he's like, no, because this is what they told us lunch break that we have to do. And he started quoting me. He said, if you listen to the Calite Jack, My Second Hat podcast and you listen to his wife, Miss Donna, she says that you need to take matters into your own hands, schedule your own day.
0: You're going to you're so cause I, this man to become unemployed.
1: Well, I think I've started a revolution. Wow. I started a revolution of flipping and now I'm starting a revolution of I'm going to call it grow a
0: pair. Okay. Okay? I don't mind It's
1: revolution grow a pair. And what you do with that is you just grow a pair and you make up your own mind. And if your boss says you can only eat between 11 and 1130, you tell him my tummy's not growling then. I want to eat at All 12.
0: Right. Let us know how that goes. If you're able to do that, let us know how that goes. Let us, let us know the reaction from the boss. So it's
1: just sort of taking your life in your own hands. I understand?
0: I Is not. it overstepping maybe though? Your boundaries with, with your, your, your boss? Being respectful? Maybe not? No. I don't
1: okay. know that I'd tell it with that like that vitality that I have, but maybe like nicely say, would it be okay, Jimmy, if I lunched at eleven forty five? Because that's when my tummy growls. All right.
0: Audio for this episode of Catalog Jack My second Act from some goon on YouTube who who posted the better.com CEO's "You're Fired Zoom video. I don't really know his handle. I don't know his name. We didn't have any other audio, did we? I don't think so. Okay. Uh what else do we do at the end for the credits? Thanks to uh, PT, producer of the My Second Act podcast, also editor of The Letter. Uh, Carl Appen is executive producer. Uh, please Google Give Me My Things Back and click my Gmail address and I access to all of my Google Docs. I will see you hopefully, provided it doesn't rain like hell, Saturday night in Noonan as the Cataclaus, uh tour continues. The parade in Noonan is scheduled for 6 p.m. I have been given a heads up, though, that with the 100% chance of rain in the forecast, it may not happen. If so, if they have to cancel Saturday night, it will be rescheduled for next Thursday, the 16th. Okay, that's it then. Uh, let's see here. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Catalyte Jack, my second act, part of the and Podcast Network.